All righty, folks. It is April 15th. 16th. F- no. 16th. 15th. 16th. Today's the 15th. It's tax day. And people are listening on the 16th. It's I thought tax this day. show came out every Thursday. Yeah, it's Friday. It's a special week. Uh, it's a special week. Welcome. Talk about consistency, Captain. Well, we're only one hour behind. I'll release it at midnight. Okay, that's fair. I'll take that. It is Behind the Buttons, folks, our show where we bring you into the ups and downs of growing a media company here in upstate New York. I'm Jack Carpenter, joined by my co-founder. My name's Taylor Rayo. Sometimes you like saying your name, sometimes you don't. don't I don't know. You did, I didn't like the whole first and last name thing. But you know what? Anytime I have an opportunity to tell people how my last name is pronounced, I'm happy to take it because it's not Rao, it's not Rue, Ro, it's Rayo, like the sauce. Rayo. I wish I had a marinara empire, not a media empire. Yeah. First things first, we got to address the elephant in the room. Tax day? No. They're really due today? Yeah, but we're a business owner, so we have to file uh, our K-1s this year. So that's ooh. the boring part of business that we're not going to talk about on That'll this show. That'll be next week. So we're going to be owing taxes probably this year for Yikes. the first time. Oh, well. Uh, well, you're going to have to pay for your like a new eye or something. What the hell That's happened? the down? What? That's the, you said we had to start with it down. I said something. the elephant in the room. Is my eye? It's bulging. It's not even that bad Your anymore. Your pupil looks like a dark hole into the abyss. I mean, the good news is I can't really see out of that eye. So I only see the good half of myself, the good half of the road when I'm driving, and half of you right now. I was shocked you put that picture on social media. Really? Yeah. I mean, it got a good response. Like people are there for you, but Oh uh, yeah, it was probably my, the most comments I've ever gotten and it wasn't a pity party. I said to you offline that I've been dealing with this issue with my eye since summer night Schenectady 2018. I think that was probably my karma for not hugging free hugs guy mm-hmm. way back when. Um the short version of it is that I have a permanent scratch on my eye and like the wind could blow and it could get irritated. You never know what's going to happen. So mm-hmm. I actually went back to the doctors this afternoon because I literally, my vision is so blurred that I'm like a little nervous to drive and like sitting on the computer is like killing me during the day. Oh. And like, really, I was just looking for like a work from home note. Like I mm-hmm. didn't think I was going to have to go into surgery or anything, but do you? Um, no, no. But now my cornea is swollen um, oh. because of how big the scratch was. So my scratch was like, three millimeters which is bigger than any other one that i've had before and in the grand scheme of life three millimeters is nothing but like in your eye that's a pretty yeah. pretty big uh piece mm-hmm. of real estate you do you know? know how it happened originally the first time ever no oh. they told me maybe i had metal in my eye which like i don't really come close to a lot of like you know finite materials and yep. things like that so i don't really know but in this business these are our money makers yeah and you don't fuck with your eyes. That's no. what my like main thing is. Like I don't feel like I'm being dramatic in any way, but like taking a couple trips to the doctor because I don't want a glass eye. Like that's not the type of accessory I'm trying to bring into 2021. I think you could rock a good eye patch though. I could rock an eye patch. I thought about doing that during this week's Big Tip Energy giveaway because I have these brand new Buttonista stickers that you and your girlfriend designed that I absolutely love. Thank God it's Tuesday. It would fit really well on an eye patch. <laughs> so I did consider that, but... The saving grace was that picture you posted earlier this week of our big tip energy at Hattie's. I left the house feeling maybe 48%. And when I saw that picture, I feel like I was 110. I looked like a sexy co-pilot, shades on at the dinner table, at the bar. And I'm like, maybe this is my new look. You looked Hollywood. I looked so Hollywood. That was a great... (laughs) You've posted like... 
three really great pictures of me in a row where I just simply comment and I say, wow, I'm so cute. Well, that's good for you. I know. I hate when you blame me for the way you look. You're like, why, why'd you take it? I look you take like it. that. Jack literally climbs on his hands and knees to get an underground picture. Like, have you ever had a picture with your mom or your aunts and they go, oh, chins up, chins up. Yeah. That's what old women do. So you don't get underneath them and emphasize the chin. Well, why would you put the chin up if you don't want the chin? Because they're trying to hide it. No, you would put chins down if you don't want the chins. You're wrong. You need to learn a little bit more about female uh, fashion photography. I don't know. I understand sometimes it's not flattering of me, but what you need to say is, hey, try this instead. You're acting like I don't get a wide variety. I am the perfect Instagram boyfriend. I get all the angles. You are a good Instagram boyfriend in the sense that you'll do it, which is better than my boyfriend who is not will refuse to take any picture of me. In yeah, because you're setting. so critical. I'm critical of myself. And obviously what I've scarred our uh, previous squad members and interns with is that if you're going to take an outfit pick, you have to get your shoes in it. Mm-hmm. That is like the most critical component you can't cut people off that's like photography school that's like the rule of thirds that's like like 101 yes you understand that now why Include do you keep you keep keeping your mask on your chin like during everything like because yeah, we're, we're in a public space we're at the troy innovation garage right now our other free office we've yep. got two free offices that's one, true one is joe's the other one is our what came before joe's the troy innovation garage no overhead and i mean i'm walking around what if i got to go to the bathroom that's what you Got wore at dinner access. the other night. You look like... um, And I don't want to put it in my pockets because I just sprinted across Troy in the middle of a torrential downpour. And while I very smartly didn't have an umbrella, but I took, you know, like a veggie platter. Yeah. And it has the plastic cover. Yeah. I took that, put it over my head. So my hair is in great shape, but my outfit is not. So I just went into the bathroom to prevent being wet during this whole podcast. Mm-hmm. And I literally just put my pocket up to... The hand dryer. So now every single particle in the bathroom is inside of my pocket. And I don't want to put anything in there, including a mask, which will go on my face. That's fair. Now at least you're using reusable masks. I mean, not reusable masks. Disposable masks. Yes. The black ones. These are the moves. Are they a one and done for you? Uh, I go like two to three days. Okay. Or until there's dog hair on it because we have a white haired dog. Yeah. And it's very noticeable. And then I I inhale it. But listen, folks, if you're like Taylor and you've got scratched eyes or you're prone to peculiar injuries, you need good health insurance. Oh, I like that. I wasn't sure where you were going with that. You know who offers good health insurance? I have an idea, but why don't you tell the listeners? Yes. uh, Decrescenti Distributing Co. Ooh. They are a third, perhaps fourth generation local business based in Mechanicville. And they are the reason we get to plug such great beers here on the program. A lot of local beers, Browns and Druthers to our beloved Miller Lite, Sam Adams. Uh, They all come through DeCrescente. They're the reason they're at every single bar. And they have a super large staff of people who help build the displays in all of the, the supermarkets. And they make sure we're all stocked to the gills with our favorite beverages so we can go a few buttons deep. And it's a great place to work. They have dominated the times union best place to work poll for years on end and business review i think probably and they're hiring so if you're looking for a job a lot of people have been down and out over the last year Mm -hmm. and we highly suggest you go take a look at decrescenti and what they have to offer i think they have a wide variety of positions available and that way when you're like taylor and you get a three millimeter scratch in your eyeball it's not going to be no thing because you have health insurance they've got great coverage on all the accounts, great work-life balance. Yep. And uh, 
you know, I'm sure you get a few free beers too. So a I few free beers. There. Who wouldn't want to work with some of the biggest brands in the industry? We have a friend actually, Kristen's uh, fiance, Frank, who he has a very cool job history in New York City. He worked for um, IBM, then he worked for iHeartRadio, and then he recently switched careers into like distributing and beverages. I can't remember which one he's working for. I think it's more like liquor and spirits. But I was like, what made you do that? He was like, I've always been interested in alcohol and I'm like wow me too I love it and like <laughs> when you love something you can make a career out of it and yeah. DeCrescenti I said in my podcast they work hard and play hard which is kind of the best of both worlds we've got the pub in the working world they, oh I mentioned that oh yeah they have a pub inside of their warehouse yep where they have special events and everything obviously you know post-covid world but um I highly suggest anyone who's who's in the need for a new fresh job or a job Go check it out. It's DeCrescenti.com slash careers. And when they ask you, how did you hear about us? Say Jack and Taylor behind the buttons. Two buttons deep, baby. We will write your letter of recommendation. We will. Maybe. We'll write the first one that comes to us. Or we'll send you a beer when you get the job and we'll cheers you Or they somewhere. can send us one. Okay, that's You know fair. who owes us a beer, though? Who? Matt Baumgartner. <gasps> Uh-oh. Oh, this is so a risky convo. I don't think it's risky. It's the truth. It's very public. Uh, So Matt Baumgartner, I, I don't, I mean... I'm not mad, just thinking about it a lot, because we were <laughs> supposed to have the exclusive look into his new beer garden. You guys may know him for the beer gardens, which he owns all around the Capital Region. He's selling the franchise, converted the Troy one into a classy plant-based business, and we were supposed to have an exclusive first peek with the Buttonista interviewing him, and canceled which is fine. People cancel all the time. We cancel Postpone, things. Postpone. Reschedule. And well, I want to dig into exactly what happened because next thing we know, there's another podcast there recording because he told us that it wasn't ready for right. us. And then we see other people recording and then we see a bunch of people getting drinks there and it seems like he opened the door for pretty much everybody except for two buttons deep. So what did he say to you? I'm thinking about the timeline a little bit because we got the scoop on the Troy Beer Garden early, you know, mm. maybe a little bit before it hit the press. And we're pretty close with Matt, I would say. Like, we're acquaintances in the 518. We've been to June Farms. We've had the chance to get him on camera a couple times, which yep. he's notoriously not the best on camera, doesn't prefer to be on camera. But mm -hmm. we've eased up to him. So I reached out in the DMs back in January and said, hey, I'd love to have you, um, you know, come on my show, talk about your newest project. And he was in Miami for the winter, said, absolutely, I'll hit you up when I'm back. Here's my phone number. So I was like, awesome. Like, that's a great, like, set of digits to have, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so finally, we circled back, like, early April. I think the first shoot was supposed to be, like, the day after Easter, like, April 6th. Mm -hmm. um, then he postponed to this week, which was going to be the 12th. Yep. Um, and then I texted him politely to confirm because that's what we do in this business. Mm -hmm. I am hounding Jack to create calendar invitations for our meetings because it's not unusual that I hop onto a Zoom like five minutes late if I don't get that reminder. So I have to set it in my phone, have to send a calendar invite to the clients. So the very last one. All right. So it went from the. It went from the 9th of April to the 12th. Then I get a text on April 5th that said, hey, Taylor, bad news. I'm not going to be ready now by next week. The exterior of the building isn't going to be finished because of the painting. Is it possible to switch to Tuesday the 13th? I'm sorry. I'm really excited to show you guys. And I said, hey, Matt, that's all fine. No worries. 
Um, I assume the same time will work next week. We're excited. I know it's worth the wait. Then this Monday, I said, hi, just wanted to check in and make sure we're good for tomorrow at five. Looking forward to it. Oh, I forgot. So the space isn't ready yet still. We're basically just pulling it together to be ready for the preview on Wednesday, but the outside and inside and it will not be done entirely. So he said, I'd like till we can wait. I'd like if we could wait. Um, but at this point, whatever you'd like to do. So hmm. I happily rescheduled. Oh, but he said whatever we want to do. Yeah, but I said, I want to wait till it's finished. I want to see the finished product. <sighs> and he was very honest. He's like, I'm nervous. And I said, don't be nervous. I said, it's a pandemic. So uh, expectations are thrown out the window. Mm. You're going to exceed them regardless. And he does if you've ever been to June Farms. So rereading that, I don't think it's a diss that everybody and their mother, including Joe Bonilla, has been at the Troy Beer Garden except for two buttons deep. I think we will do it justice when we go. So I mm-hmm. think it's going to be okay that we wait a little bit. We'll do it better than Joe's potato phone photo of a cocktail. Yep. I think he knows the value of a two buttons deep appearance. Because reading that back, he really did call out the outside of the building, which I've driven by. It's not finished yet. Yeah. You know, like he let the amateurs go in first because they're going to be impressed with anything. Mm-hmm. But we're going to come in there with cameras rolling. Yep. Heels a walk in. True. And he wants the real experience. And I think probably... And this is so true, as we know, of like new restaurants, new anything. What do we always say? Like, you got to take the beginning, like the first few days with like a grain of salt. Like, you can't go oh, to a new yeah. restaurant and be there night one and expect to like, you know, be blown away. So I think maybe he got his jitters and his nerves out with the B squad. Mm-hmm. And then the A squad will come when our time is ready. And we're, we'll welcome that opportunity. I'm, it's worth the wait. I almost prefer documenting it in the process, though. Kind of in the same theory of pretty much everything we did in 2020. I'm like, this is a time capsule piece. Like right. We will look back at this and be like, oh, shit. And then we'll look back at the beer garden and be like, oh, remember when it was red? Before There's also something to it that like it would probably entice people to go more before it's finished because they're like, oh, wow, it looks that cool now. Yeah. You know, maybe we should go a little bit later. But Matt, we forgive you. We're not upset. We will reschedule and... We will make you a great video. All right. On to the next one. Big tip energy. A big update in that world. If you don't know, we're uh, trying to raise the biggest tip ever for a local restaurant each and every week. After six weeks, we have officially raised. Oh, I see a button getting pushed. $10,500. Woo! Damn, I didn't know we had a live audience tonight. Thank you. Thank wow, you. Thank, thank you, you, everybody. All of those big tips are just getting bigger and better. And that is way far and above the goal that we originally set for ourselves. Each week we had a goal of $250. I said $10,000 after week one because we had $700, which means even if we stayed on that what track. What do you mean week one? The first oh, week Oh, you set I a said, new goal. Yeah. No, Not the for fir- every week. Yeah. For the entirety of the project. After okay. After one week we raised 700 and I was so hyped and I was like, I want to raise $10,000 in 12 weeks, which was like just possible if we stayed on that track. Right. Boom. We hit it in six weeks. Wow. It's not that I had doubt that our audience would come through. It's just this is the first time we've ever attempted to fundraise. Mm-hmm. Like people have asked us a lot to help fundraise. And I'm like, that's just not what we made this company for. Like we're, we're not a charity organization. We're, we're not trying, you know, we want to entertain people. We're not trying to pick people's pockets during trying times. However... Saving restaurants is something I think everybody with their head on their shoulders believes in, or else we're just going to have McDonald's and Dunkin' Donuts after this. And that's why I think we've had such great success. We've been averaging $1,600 a week, just handing over cold, hard cash 
to local business owners. It is a phenomenal experience to be a part of, and I hope we do it for a long time. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. I mean, back to the charity thing, I think, you know, what's hard for us, and I think with charities in general, like typically someone's connection to a charity is very personal. So like, you know, you would raise money for cancer if somebody in your family went through that and you're very passionate about it. So you know, there's that in the sense of like, what charity could we really align with, like for a longer period of time that everybody would get behind? Um, you know, people do their own charitable stuff in their own time. And for us as a business, it's like, well, if you do it for one person, you have to do it for everybody. Mm-hmm. So the second we like would align ourselves with something like that, not saying we never will. It's just the floodgates open. Like that's a lot of our DMs from people is like, hey, I want you to support this or share this. And it's not that we don't. We just usually find our own organic way to do it. And that's how I've described this project is that, you know, we knew there was a problem. We knew there was kind of like a market for this sort of like you know, excitement, energy type project. And we're just doing it in our own way. And I don't think we're taking the credit for it. And we're doing a good job because when I look at all the people in the Venmo, it's like the coolest experience to see how many people are contributing to this. Like names I know from either work, people from high school, like, you know, totally random people that just connect with the restaurant. Like we've like created like almost a new audience Mm -hmm. in this project that people like finally for once Jesus can like get behind like a mission of ours and not think that we're just like throwing shit around doing whatever we want like drinking beer it's you were talked on your podcast about how like our close circle of friends because we grew up together and we've received like little to no support from the people who have always supported us yeah it's just through life and that's fine everyone can do their own thing we're not mad we're just thinking about it a lot and again, this is the first time I've seen those people like come through. Brian White. Really? He donated. I know my dad's in there. He's in there. Um, Yeah. So it's good to see. I mean, like I said, it's just something truly everybody can get behind of saving these restaurants. And it's so easy. Like it's it's just such a good concept that like 10 bucks. That's all. It's all you need. And it's not going to some organization that you'll never see. Like people get to see us deliver it. Right. And they know they're part of that cash. And uh I think it's I think it's good. We had our biggest growth in the history of our company last mm-hmm. week, 0.6% on Instagram if you're, yeah. if you're curious, which is a lot. And uh I mean, yeah. That I don't know big. what else. We, I mean, I think we just need to do more press. That's how yeah, we give ourselves see, the press. This is like my big bone. My big bone. Are we getting to the meat? This is the, the meat. Subject? No, this is but this is a great <laughs> startup topic that I've been having conversations with other people in business um just like how you're saying our close friends don't support us, we are like nine times out of ten blatantly ignored by people in the media and people that should be talking about us. Like we are literally without a like this isn't an exaggeration. We're the fastest growing media outlet in the capital region. Mm-hmm. We're a profitable business. We have staff. We both have the capital region like comeback kids story of like moved away and came back. Do you think the Albany Business Review has ever called us? They've called us something behind our backs for sure. And that's the point. They cover business and they refuse to talk about us. Other people, uh, Ace, the Alliance for the Creative Economy, who is more of the creative economy than you and I? Yeah. Like we have careers in this field and then we're building our own company and it just blows my mind that finally we're at that tip where we've raised big tips and we're doing something great and it's like finally like people should start reaching out. And I'm not saying 
Nobody has. We've had stories on News Channel 13. We, you know, we've talked to some of the radio groups before. And I think part of it is just curiosity slash jealousy of like, how are you guys doing this? Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, the Times Union is our ride or die. And we're lucky to have probably the most professional and the most incredible news source backing us, like Mm -hmm. just from a, um, you know, support standard and keeping an eye on us. And, you know, that's a relationship that is going to grow and thrive. But like, I'm talking about like the story of you and me. Like, why does no one want to talk about that? Just the way our friends and close people to our lives don't want to talk about us. What is the quote? People don't. You keep looking at me like you have no idea what I'm going to say. Act like we're on the same page. You, you once. said you know the quote twice when I don't know the quote. But like, it's the, what was what was, the, what was the first time? What was the first one I said? You don't even remember? No, we're moving at a fast pace, Taylor. Um, people, you this you say this one. People don't want to see you doing better than oh, them. Everybody, yeah. Everyone everybody wants, wants you to do, do good. well. Nobody wants you to do better than them. Yes. And would... just, I mean, even just by, a, 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 I mean, everyone wants to grow some sort of account. Everyone has some sort of idea and they do it for a month and then they fizzle because their close friends don't support them. Right. We've powered through that for the last four years. Thank God. And I do think our blogging days probably did set a lot of people off who may be in the media because they, you know, if we do one thing that strikes someone the wrong nerve, it's going to take a lot. You know, what is that quote? Do you know what you know this quote that I'm about to say? Yeah, I'm in you know, your head. It, it takes 20 minutes, 20 years to build a reputation, 20 seconds to ruin it Yeah, type thing. So I think a lot. I mean, we did get a lot of backlash earlier from local media, so I'm sure that is spread. But it's projects like this and our, our bigger creative projects and videos that are definitely winning over a bigger majority of people. We are unignorable. And, and that's I think- why we're doing this podcast, because if no one is going to tell our story. We're we going to tell it ourselves. I, I, I don't even care if people listen to this. I just like, I'm like picturing when I'm 75, we get right. to look back and laugh about when we did things for a couple hundred dollars. Right. Hopefully by that point, we're making millions of dollars. <laughs> Otherwise, we will not be laughing. We yeah. will be sitting in that McDonald's or Dunkin' Donuts True. that's still around. Just- Asking for big tips. Yeah. <laughs> that would be full circle in the wrongest of ways. Do we have a Times Union story of the day? We do. Do we want to skip the big tip energy brainstorming? Yes. Okay. Our Times Union story of the week. Like we said, we get everything from the Times Union. Albany has been getting their news from the Times Union for 140 plus years. Wow. And now it's easier than ever because if you subscribe, we'll put the link in the bio or the description. If you subscribe, you can get 26 weeks of the Sunday paper at your door, hard copy or digital. If you're like Taylor and you don't like papers, you can get 26 weeks for an astonishing $6. So that's digital access and every Sunday paper. I think it's either. It is. No, I think it's both. It's both. So you subscribe online and then they will additionally send you a Sunday paper. And what you just said was a lie. I like papers. I particularly like Sunday papers because I am in them. In last week, I had a cover story in the Times Union real estate section, as I do monthly. And it's one of those things like for my archives, for my 70 years back, I want to have these newspaper clips. Like it's never tiresome to see yourself in print, you know, or your Mm -hmm. name or your byline or whatever. And I like wake up on Sunday, I forget. And I'm like, I got to go get my Times Union. It's Sunday. So really, I should be getting these delivered so I don't have to worry about this. You should. But I went to three different stewards to get the Sunday paper. They were sold out because I went in the afternoon. And obviously, if you're more practical, you want to clip coupons. That's why Sunday is great for you. But Mm -hmm. seven days of online access, one day of the most monster paper. I mean, 
you're literally dumb if you don't subscribe to the Times Union. Like your brain is melted. Like something's wrong with the with the inside of your brain. It's getting smaller. You're not getting the news. That's when you for laugh sure. like that with your mask on, you're like giving yourselves that double chin I talked about. But you, you can't see it because I'm wearing like a mask. You look like a meme. Well, if I get under here and I take a picture of you, from my I angle. will. Yes. Um, yeah. So subscribe through the link. It's like they said. It, it's a. It's such a good deal. Like people are going to be mad who subscribe because it's right. You know, they want to get people reading, and no better time to start now. And that brings us to our Times Union story of the week. I was going to pick yours, and then I was like, I'm not. Because I was interested in the topic. And it made me sad because you talked about the evolution of a property on Lake George. Oh, my story. I didn't know what you meant. And it made me sad seeing the old uh, Diamond. campground. Yeah, that was sad. Yeah. Capitalism. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. Hundreds of families had yeah. a great time on that property every summer. And now summer, too well. And now our friend's dad bought, built two mansions on it. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, story of the week. New York Touch. Prank. Oh, here we go. This results is a in the Corning Tower crackdown to prevent repeat. And I bring this up for a very specific reason. Okay. So for those who don't know, uh, since the pandemic began, Cuomo has had New York tough with a heart light lit up on the Corning Tower, the only very tall tower in Albany, each and every night. And I've loved it. I like I get like a one percent was convincing myself to get a tattoo of it. Oh, my God. I love it. Are you effing kidding me? I spent every single day of the pandemic walking on the Empire Plaza. New just York looking tough? At it. In that, I just like the logo. So we, would you have gotten like the building? I don't know. Listen, 1%. I wasn't like in the chair. We've had You have nightmares about getting bad tattoos. Yeah. I'm shocked that you didn't have a nightmare about that. New York tough. Just one second. The thing I hate like the most, not the most, there's so many terrible things on the internet, but like anytime tragedy strikes, blank strong, Shen strong, yeah. New York strong, Niskuna strong, your mom's strong. I hate that. I hate the hashtag. <laughs> I hate everything about it. So I'm glad that they didn't do New York strong. New York tough. True. Is fine. Maybe a little foreshadowing how it got played into this, but yeah. that's my two cents. Please don't get a tattoo not of that now Definitely or ever. Not. Okay, good. So somebody changed it because it's it's basically just there leaving the shades up and the lights on and that's how it projects into the night sky. Wait. What? How did All that is is just the room lights are on in each cuz there's so oh, many. Oh, right, 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 right. And somebody turned off the right amount of rooms in the right locations. So one night it popped up and it said New York touch. Obviously a dig at Cuomo cuz he's about a dozen or so accusations deep. That's not why we're talking about this. We're talking about it because I screamed when I saw it because a week ago, not even kidding, you can ask my girlfriend, we were driving home. and Cool you plug, you have a girlfriend. I Sweet. do. I mean, I guess I can call her Hannah at this point, but <laughs> we might have new listeners. I'm driving home 787 and it's the first thing you see in Albany, bright, tall in the sky. And it's it says New York tough. And I said, it would be funny. Because I've had this idea for, since like December, I was like, the next time there's a huge setback, like another lockdown or a new wave, I'm going to change it to say New York, ugh. You just take away the two and it's New York, ugh. Like, ugh. like you would Photoshop it? Yeah. And then we're driving home and, you know, in the midst of all these accusations, this might've been two weeks ago. And I said, it would be funny if I changed it to New York touch, just like Photoshop it. And, and she looks at me, she's like, you can't do that. And I was like, why? Like, that, that's a good dig. And she was like, no, you can't joke about sexual assault. Like, you you guys will get torn apart. 
Oh my and I was God. like, oh, you're right. She's kind of like my PC filter. Like yeah. I run things through her because she knows what's best. And so I didn't do it. And then a week later. Oh, my God. Can you imagine my surprise when somebody what did you think? actually <laughs> pulled it off? Well, first I was like, oh, shit. Someone took my idea and photoshopped it. I thought it was photoshopped when I saw it. Because it was uh, like a Friday night. So it was like. I'm like always active on my phone. And of course, this is the one time I unplug. I'm at my parents' house. We have dinner. So I'm like two or three hours without my phone. And when I finally check it, we have like a dozen people sending it to us in our DMs. They're like, I can't believe it. And the, the first one I saw, I was like, eh, you know, someone took my idea. Damn it. And then I realized someone did my idea and how different <laughs> the circumstances would have been had we photoshopped that. It would have gone viral locally for right. better or for worse. And then people, we would have been correct. Like people would have thought it was us. Do you think people would have, do you think it still would have been done? Like you think you were going to give people the idea by photoshopping it, depends, it and posting it? It depends who, who did it. Is there an investigation as to like who did it? There is. Uh, they don't know, which is crazy. But um, there's got to be security cameras. They in that cracked building. down, and what's kind of bad about Cuomo? The Times Union learned this is a quote. The Times Union learned about the workplace crackdown after state employees lodged complaints with labor representatives saying their offices were too hot because the people who are in the offices with those windows yep. were not allowed to put those shades down. So they were just beaming in the sun because right. That's new. Got to be New York tough to work in that office. <laughs> um. They didn't respond to comment for this, this, so they don't have an answer yet. But of I don't course, know how, they're not going to comment. I don't know. Yeah, it had to have been an employee, probably one of the employees who was forced to work in a hot room. Was like, I'm going to draw these motherfucking shades. Oh, sorry, that was a lot. No, but. yeah, draw them. So now they have uh, locked the shades with nails of some sort and bindings. And like, isn't it enough? Like, we've been New York tough. We've got the vaccine. Like, I mean, it does look cool. I've obviously seen it in person, and it's pretty cool um but like i feel like it's over like at what point it's like keeping your christmas lights up like we get it we had fun like we made it through the holidays like let's wrap it up and move on unless this is going to be like an ongoing thing and it's like you know happy mother's day next or something different like i didn't do it it wasn't me shaggy is going to be the <laughs> next one here's my thing with these like building light displays though and i've talked about this ever since i went to ithaca college and they would put the new year on the twin like tower things that mm -hmm. were um at the on the campus on the hill who figures out how to do this it's like rearranging a marching band to look like a lightning bolt or something like who like how do you test it how do you do it is there an architect like what is the job description of somebody that can tell you how to do that they do like box on the prudential center in boston like we've all seen these before but like whose job what kind of career can you make out of this I'll leave it to a quote. My dad always says, someone smarter than me figured that out. Wow. That's, that is um very poignant. That's, yes. that's life too. Yeah. That's life. Someone, how, how is this building built? Don't know. Someone smarter than me figured it out. But like, you don't, you don't need to figure everything out. But it's also okay. like, why? It's just such an obscure, like whose idea? Why do we do that? Like, is it that? What, does build it bring, buildings? No, put the lights on. Like, does it bring people that much joy? I mean, I, I guess. I do. I like it. If you were considering getting a tattoo of it, I would say that it's brought you a significant amount of joy. By considering it, I said I said it and my girlfriend said no. So. Thank God. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I'm so, I'm now more concerned about you other than your veggie platter rain hat. Now that you yes. wanted like a Cuomo tattoo. I didn't want a Cuomo tattoo. <laughs> I wanted a New York tough tattoo. It was an idea. 
It was shot down, so my girlfriend is officially wow, maybe, one for two on New York Tough Ideas. Maybe you should take credit for this. Like, maybe that's Ooh, how we finally public? get press. Yeah. I did it. I did. Jack Carpenter did it. You could maybe Photoshop a video of you on the surveillance footage, like, doing it. Like, that could be the only way we get recognized by... I think by... I, I would have done that had we done the Photoshop and, like, right. completely run with Right, it, we could have. I, I want to stay far away from Cuomo now. You know what I just found the other day? It's so random. I found our... When we did those Don't Vote for Two Buttons Deep in the Times Union stickers. State Street. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, don't vote for the best of when we did our fake billboard. I yep. just found those. I was like, I totally forgot we did that. That must have been like hot off the pre-pandemic days. Yeah, we did a sticker that said, don't vote for us for the Times Union best of. And guess what? It, it worked. worked. We didn't win. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Um, No, I guess that's it. Yeah, that was This good. was a nice one. We are off to the whiskey pickle for those listening because we are talking to a local TV station who might give us the attention some air time. there we go they Stay might give tuned, us some folks. air time i'm just excited to put a pickle in my uh in my beer tonight yeah that's what you do that's not an innuendo we promise uh more round of applause just kidding no <laughs> thanks for coming thanks for coming see you next week